0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. People are uh, upset all over the death of the two officers from El Monte. Happened about 24 hours ago. Uh, the El Monte Corporal Michael Paredes and Officer Joseph Santana, they were both shot to death by a criminal named Justin Flores, who was on probation because of George Gascone's stupid, deadly policies.
1: Yeah, Paredes, uh, by the way, is 42 years old. He became a full-time officer in the year 2000. He's survived by his wife, daughter, and son. Uh, again, both of these officers were from the area. Uh, Santana had been with the El Monte Force less than a year. He had been a deputy with the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department for three years, and he leaves behind uh, his wife, daughter, and twin sons.
0: Uh, Bill Malusian with Fox News has been uh, been releasing details That uh, back uh, in February of 2021, he he got a non. This is like
1: two months after Gascon took office.
0: Right. And Gascon issued these blanket policies on how to prosecute cases and what the sentencing was going to be. And instead of getting two and a half to three years for possessing a gun as a felon, he had been convicted of felony burglary back in 2011. So you can't possess a gun. Well, he had a gun, he got caught. And he should have gotten two and a half to three years. Instead, he got probation. And there were two other charges dropped as well. Possession of ammunition and possession of methamphetamine. Nice. And uh, so this is, this is a George Gascone double murder here. Uh, teamed up with uh, Justin Flores. Because Flores would have been in prison otherwise. So I don't know how anybody argues for uh, any of these policies, any of this progressive nonsense. Was such garbage. It's just such absolute garbage. And G- Gascone has got to be removed from office. Good news today, 566,000 signatures is the current total on, on the remove Gascone petitions. That is the bare minimum. Uh, they've got three more weeks, and they want to get at least another 100,000 or so, maybe 150,000, just so there's a big cushion, because God knows what's going to go on in the county registrar's office. Right. <laughs> all right, so let's get Alex being away with the sheriff. Uh, if you watched any of the TV coverage last night, you saw the sheriff at the uh, news conferences. Uh,
2: sheriff, how are you? Oh, uh, uh, just uh, fighting a battle here with COVID, but other than that, doing all right. Oh, you got it, you got it too, huh? <laughs> you you didn't Yeah, go to I finally su- got it.
1: You didn't go to Summit of the Americas, did you?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, we hope you feel better. Uh, saw you last night at the... Uh, at some of the press conferences that they had outside of the hospital when they were announcing uh, the the deaths of the t- of the two officers um wh- what do you know about uh this case and 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 this guy's background and gascon's policies yeah what what have you heard any anything else
2: well we do know that an arrest was made uh, i believe it was March of 2020 however he posted a a bail made a bail of like 120k and so it wasn't until February of 21 that he finally, you know, I guess, uh, did the plea bargain with the, the new DA and got the sweetheart deal with the special orders. And that avo- allowed him to avoid. He already had a strike on his record. And uh, pursuant to the Gascon's policies, which had been thrown out by, by the courts, he uh, avoided getting another strike. So that minimized his sentence. So it was probation instead of hard uh, prison time.
0: So, so that policy was thrown out later by the courts after Flores had already gotten the plea deal.
2: Yeah, because I think the the association of deputy district attorneys had challenged it in court, but I don't think the ruling had come out yet. But the facts of their of their pleadings were, were pretty obvious. You can't uh, dismiss the will of the legislature. And uh, that's exactly what the, wow. the D.A. did.
0: Wow, that that makes it even worse that he slipped in during that uh, that time between the policy being instituted and the court throwing it out. Um, that, that, I mean, I guess that's the worst part of your job is to have to show up at, at one of these press conferences. I, I know it wasn't your sheriff's deputies who got, got killed, but I, the brotherhood extends to everybody in uniform. I mean, it's just got to be the worst moment.
2: Yeah there there is yeah the uh, the acting chief Laurie, you know god bless him he's doing a tough job and he just got the worst thing possible a law enforcement head can face is the death of one of their own in the line of duty and uh you know dealing breaking the bad news to the family it is just raw emotion and it my heart goes out to everyone from the families both families that we met and uh, the agency they lost one of of their own. I mean, it's just a tough time all around. What? What?
1: Uh, how do you deal with a call like this? It's supposedly, there was some sort of potential stabbing at this motel. I mean, what? 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 Normally, how would you handle a call like that in terms of being cautious?
2: Well, if you have the evidence of a uh, you know a call like that, you know potential stabbing. Well, you want to. You have to make some kind of a contact and ask people to come out if they're inside of a hotel room, for example. But uh, this thing uh, deteriorated uh, apparently as soon as they showed up. So there wasn't a whole lot of opportunity for them to uh, safely engage uh, the suspect. And Yeah, uh, there's,
1: there's reports uh, that he fired right through the door, but I haven't seen that confirmed yet.
2: Yeah, there's still a lot of information that we have to cover, and Homicide Bureau, as they're doing... Our Homicide Bureau handles the investigations uh, on behalf of the the Amani police department and uh, so they'll cover every every single aspect they'll canvas get witnesses they'll canvas for ring door cameras uh, CCTV cameras cell phone cameras everything possible to stitch together the chain of events as they, as they unfold it and uh, hopefully we'll have an idea what went wrong well
1: on the other front, you were one of the first to sign the petition for the recall of the L.A. County D.A., so I, I guess you're aware of the pretty good news today about the signature collecting.
2: Yes, that is a, a welcome uh, welcome release that we're in. A, we're rare rarefied atmosphere because outside of the two statewide uh, governor recalls, I think that's the biggest signature gathering ever in the history of the state of California. And I think people are motivated. They're realizing that, you know, we can do reform of the criminal justice system, but it doesn't mean we have to abandon law and order. And uh, it doesn't have to be an either-or situation. So I think uh, we'll definitely uh, right the ship and get that pendulum swing back to the middle where it belongs.
0: Well, uh, thank you for coming on with us. Hope
2: you feel better. Uh, Well, thank you, folks. All right.
0: Yeah,
1: that's Alex Villanueva, the sheriff of Los Angeles County, who came on to talk about this horrible uh, murder of two police officers in El Monte, which is, of course, a part of L.A. County, but it was the El Monte Police Department that lost these officers. And sheriff also told us that he's battling COVID. What do you know? Uh, seems to be everywhere. Uh, when we come back, there is an update on the other police officer shooting. As you know, just the night before, a uh, CHP officer was shot in Studio City. The family of that suspect is talking and apologizing. We'll talk about that and more coming up.
0: John and Ken Show, KFI. This has been one like uh, kicking the gut after the other with this story about the two officers killed in El Monte. We just had Sheriff Ian one who said Gascon's blanket policy not to charge the killer, Justin Flores, a year ago for a felony, uh, not to charge him and sentence him. Yeah,
1: uh, this is a plea deal, and uh, he, he's got probation.
0: Yeah, and and apparently that kind of uh, that kind of non-sentencing was thrown out by a court later on. That was one of those things that a judge uh, dismissed as illegal. He got right in there in between. Because he ignored that first strike that Justin Flores had committed uh, way back in 2011, and that meant that as a felon uh, caught with a gun— uh, he had to be charged as a felon, and he was supposed to get two and a half to three years in prison. And he didn't. He got he got probation. He got nothing. And uh, that's sick. I mean, and and then get it, then it gets thrown out. Oh, that's just 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 terrible. That's Del- just.
1: I think people are making themselves known on this by signing the petitions because uh, now it's all about getting the cushion yeah. to get this on the ballot. But uh, as we learned earlier in the show the vote will not be November. It'll probably have to be a special vote in December or January because they missed the deadline to get the vote for the ballot in November. That may be a good thing. I don't know. Uh It'll be a smaller turnout for just a recall. A smaller turnout, LATA. but it'll be
0: the highly motivated get gas going out contingent. I think oh, will dominate. Oh,
1: six hundred thousand that signed the petition. Yeah, we'll make yeah. sure they vote. So yeah. there's a start right there. Right.
0: All <laughs> turnout. I'd, uh, right. Uh, nobody's going to go out of their way to defend this guy, other than the uh, extreme crazies. The public
1: defender is the
0: activists. Right. Right. The yeah. defund
1: the police people. Right. The, the, the people in that industry. The criminal justice reform, empty the prisons people who. Day by day are being shown to be completely deranged and unsafe. Uh, The other police shooting that we talked about yesterday, which occurred uh, on Monday night, was the shooting of a California Highway Patrol officer in Studio City. This is the story of uh, the shooter that after he, he got pulled over by the CHP officer, he didn't want to pull over at first, but eventually he did. They got into some kind of scuffle, and then the shooter pulled out a gun and shot the 27-year-old officer several times. He's in critical but stable condition. The shooter, whose name is uh, Pujman Iraj Karazabadi, he fled the scene. 33-year-old man, uh, he went back to where he lived first, but it looked like he also may have gotten shot or injured because uh, he was bleeding. And when they went to his address at the apartment, they thought he was barricaded in there. Um, turns out he wasn't. They eventually broke in, but all that was there was his roommate. But they found blood, and then they used a bloodhound to track. Uh, and by the way, the family calls him PJ. That's his nickname. Did you see the bloodhound on the news? I did, yes. Handsome-looking dog. <laughs> and he really had that sad bloodhound face. They, The bloodhound <laughs> tracked P.J. to a homeless tent in Van Nuys, which apparently wasn't that far away. The guy lived in Van Nuys, and that's where he went to hide. He jumped in a tent with some homeless people Uh, in Van Nuys to try to lay low. But uh, the bloodhound found him. So they pulled him out of there and arrested him. Uh, The update on the story is that his family is apologizing profusely. And they say that he does suffer from PTSD they said that he did serve as a Marine. He went to Afghanistan more than a decade ago. And they put it this way, he never fully came home. When he came back, he was so traumatized, he didn't want to speak to anyone, said his sister, Shamaya Sheyesta, She said that uh, he lost so many of his brothers that fought with him over there, and he's the last one standing. Now, she also says... That he tried to get mental health treatment, but he can't get an appointment till January through the VA.
0: I mean... Is that still going th- on? We've heard these that, horror stories that, before. That story's been going on for years and years. Nobody fixes it? Really? Of course God. nobody fixes it. God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what? So the family has apologized. Their prayers are going out to this shot officer. They're not defending their brother, but they're saying that he is just whacked out and... Uh, I guess they couldn't afford to get him private mental health uh, treatment. Know, or... I, but it yeah, says he, he refused I, help for years at first.
0: Well, yes, I mean that—that's a big part of it. Is the the, the the crazy people often don't want to get help, you know? Right. And 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 that's a big problem. You know, you, you part of you wants to feel sympathy for a guy like this, but let's remember he shot a cop in the face, and there had to have been lucid moments where he realized he was out of his mind. He was living in an apartment. I don't, yeah, I don't know, know how. If he worked. I don't know what he did for well, a living. Or... Well, with the parents financing that? I mean, you yeah, know. He, he he said, had... This
1: is his brother and sister who are talking. Uh, it says here that just two men that he had served with in Afghanistan just killed themselves this week. And they think that may have sent their brother over the edge. Really in the, the U.S., 22 veterans a day are lost to suicide?
0: Is that true? Wow. I have heard that, yeah, the, the suicide rate for veterans is is pretty high, even years after
1: Wow, that's just startling. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of suicides at any ah. given day in the country, but we they, don't think about those numbers.
0: I mean, there are, for most people, if you have one really traumatic incident in your life, it could it could shake you up and shatter you for a long time. just one. If you're in Afghanistan or any other war. You, you see you see, hundreds of these incidents happen. This yeah. is every day. Every day you're, you're killing people or people are trying to kill you and your friends get killed and you're trapped there. And, and you come back home and nobody cares about you. Huh. I mean, that's been true. Like, seems like, uh, you know, since World War II is the last time we were we were treated any veterans properly. We do a lot of cheap salutes to veterans. You know, yeah. it's like uh, they put a veteran out on the baseball field, and everybody stands up and applauds, and that's oh, easy to I go do. To NFL talk. games, and that's all there right, is, right? Right, and, and and I'm always irritated because uh, we've done enough of these stories to it's know It's virtue signaling. It's right. virtue signaling, and there's a lot of hard work to help the veterans that are dying in the streets, and they are dying all over the place right in front of us, and there doesn't seem to be a mechanism that's been put together to help them. So they don't die in the streets, and so they don't lose their minds and murder people. And I I don't understand, but it's really easy, you know, scoreboard puts the name up on, and everybody, hey, thank you for your service. It's like, what? And then they walk outside the stadium, and there's other veterans there, you know, face down on the ground.
1: I don't know. And, you know, we don't know this story is coming from the family. It did say he's re- he refused help for a while, but that he tried recently to get an appointment with the VA, but they said there's nothing till January.
0: You um, know, I believe everything about the VA because when they were, that homeless encampment was in front of the VA in my neighborhood, that took four years to clean up. Four right. years. And everybody at the VA saw that thing because that's where they worked. Right. So they knew it was there and they didn't do anything and then finally the the head of the uh one of the cabinet secretaries finally came to town er, uh, Oh, remember when vienna wavis cleaned it up and one of the cabinet secretaries got a tour of the place oh yeah on a the, saturday and the uh, va
1: administration or whatever, yeah some
0: right? va administrator i don't know i forgot who it was some big mucky muck and then finally it's like oh yeah we're gonna do something about this and now and now if you look inside the va Uh, on on the property there, they have dozens and dozens and dozens of these little tiny homes. And that's where a lot of these guys are living. Now, they could have done that four years ago. Something always gets in the way. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken KFI. We're uh, heading to the home stretch of recalling George uh, George Gascon because they announced today that they've hit the 566,000 signature total, which is the minimum needed. Now they have to get the cushion. Of at least another 100000 A big, so. thick cushion. Yeah, big, thick cushion because you can't trust the uh, county registrar's office. Uh, tomorrow, L.A. County Deputy DA John Lewin is going to be in studio at 4 o'clock. He's been a prosecutor in the major crimes division in the DA's office for years. He was the lead attorney who put away Robert Durst. And uh, Lewin is going to come on and tell us how Gascon ruined the department and threatened to actually close the major crimes division. And from what I hear, he's ready to spill it. And he doesn't care what, what the repercussions are. So we'll talk to John Lewin tomorrow, 4 o'clock.
1: Well, I got some, uh, just a moment for some, from some good news and a bad news day.
0: No? Well, oh, sure. I,
1: I, we well, our animal lady's not here. It's good animal news, damn it. Yeah, save it for tomorrow. No, because it'll be old news tomorrow. <laughs> I suppose if you opened up the book of creatures, animals,
0: Mm -hmm. this one
1: would be listed first alphabetically. Do you have a guess? Aardvark? You're very good. You just came up with that like instantly, Rain Man. (laughs) They have the birth of the first baby aardvark cub at the San Diego Zoo in 35 years. Isn't that exciting? Is that
0: right? Yes. Do aardvarks not mate very often? I don't really know.
1: They had a breeding program, and it doesn't say why they have it.
0: Well, uh, it's because it's a female. It's because they look like aardvarks. It's like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey! <laughs> no, I'm not oh. touching that. You look like an aardvark. Hey. Uh
1: The cub is developing quickly and has tripled her birth rate from just over four pounds over 13 pounds in uh, just five weeks. Wow! Eventually, she'll be able to be seen by guests, but right now they have. I her, see.
0: Yeah. Is, is there a, a male aardvark? I mean, I can't believe it took them 35 years to figure this out.
1: Yeah, well, they had a breeding program, so... Oh, all right, so they started to do this. Yes, uh, the breeding okay. program was successful, uh I don't know whether or not it's normally difficult to do, but uh, these are, of course, um, <laughs> native s- to, to, uh, to Africa, the aardvarks. You may not know that, but no, where I, 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 they're I, from.
0: I don't know a whole lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've seen them in zoos. Yeah, they were paired th- the parents are Zola and Azan who were paired <laughs> through a breeding recommendation from the Association of
0: Zoos and Aquarium species survival plan. How does an aardvark get a breeding recommendation? Well, are because they, are they judged and evaluated? Probably
1: somebody said these two would make uh, excellent uh, biological specimens <laughs> you,
0: for reproduction. You I, should see this guy here, he is a breeder once he gets going.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm looking at photos of aardvarks eesh i don't know uh
1: I, I, okay
0: I, I guess i guess they get themselves the aardvarks work. are pretty ugly yeah that is that let's is be a, blunt i right. mean i know i can see this why.
1: little this little thing is kind of cute because it's tiny but right
0: yeah but they end up it's like, got
1: that kind of rhino hippo kind of no fur
0: looking well it's got a big snap and those long pointy ears it looks like a combination of other of leftover animal parts from other species yeah. It, it it has like a pig snout, it's got a rabbit's rabbit's ears. Yeah. A possum tail. A possum and a prehistoric body. It, just, it does uh,
1: look very dinosaur kind of like a miniature dinosaur. <laughs> it is a
0: prehistoric species. Yeah, I bet you it is. Well, so <laughs> it looks like uh, a smaller anteater. Uh, yeah. That's it right. Does. An anteater, it yeah. Does. It does look like that. Well, no wonder they don't uh, they have a shortage. <laughs> No, right, I the mean, dreaded you know, if all your dates looked like the yard vark, yeah, you'd probably just not
1: even bother. <laughs> from the from the dreaded uh, COVID desk, uh, news came out today. Oh no, Doctor Fauci has COVID.
0: Oh no, this now happened. it's
1: over. We heard Cherifi in a wave of this. Everybody's going to get COVID, John. You know that over and over again. I read. Yeah, right. It'll be like the
0: cold yeah, because there's so there's more variants three times a year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's just going to p- be part of the regular cycle.
1: Which the L.A. County Health Department doesn't understand because now they're pushing masking again. I, you know, I get their daily emails about the cases and the deaths, and the deaths are way low. Yeah. Yeah, there's cases, but all of this is supposed to be about hospitalizations and deaths. Please stop this. <laughs> and, and again, the research on masks is a little iffy. So let's not get carried away and act like, oh, this is the be-all, end-all solution. Everybody mask up
0: indoors and uh, uh, we'll end this. We've already proven that doesn't work. Well, most people are not afraid of getting sick. They were afraid of dying because that's the way this thing was marketed. Yes. Because they they didn't tell the truth consistently that it was mostly the elderly and ones with the serious physical issues that most of us were not going to die even if we got it the first time. And this version of, is pretty weak in terms of symptoms. Now it almost took Ray Lopez out. But Oh it uh, did? Oh yeah, he had it bad. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. He really did have it bad. Does he have a GoFundMe? What happened? Uh, I don't know. Well, he had, he's just this is his first day back at work in like 3 weeks. Uh, was it that
1: long already? Well, part of few, it was his vacation, and, and
0: then he caught it on vacation, and then oh, he ended that's up right. Being... that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he went on that cruise, right? Right. And that was Andy. a nice choice. <laughs> COVID cruise. <laughs> you know, uh, the 4,000 people crammed together. Uh, apparently,
1: Fauci only has mild symptoms and uh, will isolate. He'll Good. isolate. Should have isolated
0: two years ago. But
1: Barbara Ferrer, I mean, honestly, this is the thing. Uh, b- by the way, they're going to bring back indoor masking in L.A. County by the end of the month Mm -hmm. if they stay in this high category. I think people are going to ignore it. I think they will. Uh, I I, mean, some stores will probably put up signs again, wear uh, a mask.
0: I I, I don't sense that there's any desire to go back to that, that that door's been closed.
1: 580 COVID-positive people in L.A. County hospitals. But it doesn't say, see, the the problem with that number is it doesn't say how many are in intensive care and how many are just there for something else and they got tested mm -hmm. and they're positive.
0: Right. because I hate that number. Because it's propaganda. It's not an honest news story. An honest news story will tell you what it what it is compared to a year ago, what percentage of capacity that is, how many of them were just diagnosed having it while they were in there for something else. There's no context. It's just it's just clickbait. It's yeah. just not it's just nonsense. And this is my question which I've asked from day 1. She does this because she has emergency powers and it derives from Newsom's emergency order. But it's not an emergency. Nobody, rational, would say we're in an emergency. But not she's still going to be no. issuing emergency orders? And who stops this charade? Who stops this? It's not an emergency. I uh, I don't see Newsom ending the emergency. No. Because
1: nobody's really pushing him to. And uh, he survived the recall. That could have done so it.
0: So but... The government's going to go back to forcing us to cover our faces? Uh, I don't think so.
1: Oh, somebody just sent a link. You know the story about the guy that shot the CHP officer and the bloodhound that yeah. tracked him down. It uh, looks like In n Out gave him a hamburger. Oh, that's nice. Oh, the bloodhound. Yeah, Piper. It's a canine oh. named Piper. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's he got, nice. Uh, he got an In n Out burger as a, as a reward for
0: finding the shooter. <laughs> by, by, by the way, I was watching the, the news story last night, and you know they were highlighting Piper and the dog, and you know how he ended up finding this uh, this crazy cop shooter. But then they talked to the homeless guy that the cop shooter. Oh, yeah, you know, I barged saw that yeah. And, boy, he was really whacked out, too. And then they talked to another guy in the encampment, and he was, like, covered it in <laughs> tattoos. And it's like, oh, my God, this is an outdoor mental institution. <laughs> yeah. This is this is what all the
2: news You're just is. Realizing that? No, yes. no. But I mean, there was just That's something. That's what most about homeless it. encampments
0: are. Yeah, I know. It went from the shooter, who's crazy guy with wild beard and wild hair, and now we go to his uh, temporary roommate in the tent. It's like, oh yeah, yay Look at that, and oh, hey, the guy down down the road there in the other tent. All right, we it's not civilized anymore.
1: And this is the thing. They want you to think it's normal. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? I remember. It didn't used to oh, be this. Oh, like this is just a
0: down-on-his-luck guy, you know? He's yeah. experiencing some hard times. It's, I feel bad. Yeah. All right, more coming up. John and Ken show. Apparently, uh,
1: <clears throat> quotes are moving around today that the... Energy secretary for Biden was actually saying that eh, you know gas prices high it's terrible on families blah 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 but then she added uh, it's moving us towards alternatives and that may be a good thing so that's the I, plan
0: yeah that was the plan that's why he shut down pipelines on day 1 and that's why they've screwed around with the leases and the and the permits so that the oil companies can't uh, increase production this is all on purpose yeah This is what happens uh, when you don't vote on policy, but you vote on personality. Mm. Well, there you go. You're paying for it now.
1: Uh, This story is kind of fascinating. You're probably aware that the communist Chinese government has a remarkable way of tracking its citizens. Uh, They can keep you from venturing on the Internet. They collect all sorts of data on people. Wasn't there a report once that they actually grade people on their citizenship or something?
0: Like oh, they do. It's called social credit. Social credit. And you you could end up shut out from society if your number isn't good enough. The way if your credit score isn't good enough, you can't get a loan or a mortgage.
1: There's a researcher by the name of Christopher Balding that's put out a report that if you have a smart coffee maker that was made in China, it may be collecting data from you.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yes, th- things that are connected to the Internet. Yes. Where you could run it uh, over the Internet. Yes.
1: Uh, he found out that they are collecting data on their own people in China with, that use the coffee makers and other devices, so robotic vacuums, thermostats, whatever. Yeah. But he says certainly they could do this, then these machines are used anywhere in the world. Uh, these coffee machines are made in, uh, by a company called Calerm in a section of china they gather product information payment data and customer information involving location and time mm. and you can also pick up the user's name relative location usage patterns and they wonder because in commercial settings like breakfast buffets they can even collect types of payments and routing information yeah.
0: i i am uh, not dealing with any product that uh, any appliance that uses the internet
1: Oh, Is um, that right? You I am don't? not
0: going to be tracked by anyone. No, because I don't need to, and I, I don't. I don't. I can get up and turn on the light switch myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was supposed to be the future. Our home would be completely automated. Yeah, yeah and, the TV, it, the lights would come and, on. You could actually start the laundry while you're driving home. And it will be the future. And I'm not
0: playing. You're not playing. No, either. I don't. I don't trust where all this data is going. The Chinese. That's a well. Anyway, Conway's walked in here.
2: You
3: know, there's a great refrigerator that they sell at Lowe's, that on your phone, you can see there's a video camera in your refrigerator. So while you're shopping for food, you can click on and look at the inside of your refrigerator in, in, in live time. <laughs> see what's short. No. Yeah, right. And see what you need. Because you
0: can't write a shopping list. That's right. Or text a shopping That's right,
3: list. Yeah. yeah. And there's another one where you knock on the door, and then it shows you a picture of what's inside. It's great. <laughs> but they're about five grand, Right. Who oh, are they? Yeah, yeah, they're very expensive. Very, very expensive. Have, they have not come down. Uh, they're not in, uh, it
1: easy just to make a shopping list before you go out?
3: You don't yeah, I, I don't, that's, that's right. right. Some of these convenience ideas, it's like, what's this say to you, three seconds? I, <laughs> right. And then there's some stores where they'll put your shopping list together for you, like Ralph's does, is by aisle. So it'll, 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 it'll let you go through the store, and they'll tell you what aisle to go right. in. You know, it makes it faster. Uh, I got this
1: dopey, uh, this dopey Alexa sometimes is telling me, oh, you ordered such and such a few months ago. Would you like to order some? Work? get out of here. <laughs> yeah.
0: no. the, the Alexa gets thrown through the
3: window. <laughs>
0: I, need, I need somebody else nagging me on uh, buying groceries. No. That's great, man.
3: Uh, we're going to have the latest on uh, the uh, horrible uh, cop shootings this week. Uh, they, the CHP officer and then the two El Monte uh, cops yeah, will have all the terrible. information. On that. Yeah, it's just horrible. Uh, And then the average American feels relaxed for about 40 minutes a day. That's about it.
1: Isn't
3: that crazy? (laughs) That much, huh? 40 Uh, minutes. I'm still
1: looking for my 40 minutes today.
3: Uh, Ford's recalling about 3 million vehicles. Uh, Something's gone uh, haywire there. And then uh, remote-controlled pills could allow patients to release medical uh, by uh, electronic signal.
0: How about that? So but You know, you, well, you take the pill, and, and, then, and then later l- on... Later, later on,
3: if, if you need more juice, you hit a button, it and it w- gives you... And
0: what if that goes haywire?
3: Uh, it could. <laughs> it could. Yeah. But I always thought, you know, there should be a, a, a time-release caffeine pill. So you take it at bedtime, and then eight hours later, it kicks into your system. They, they didn't have that? I don't know. I don't think so, right? <laughs> time-release caffeine pill. <laughs> yeah, time-release caffeine pill. Eight hours later, it kicks in, and boom, right. you're up. Right, but if something uh, sets that off early, you're up all night. Your head pops. Off, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. You
1: know, before we go, I don't want to put you on the spot, but uh, your Mark Thompson impersonation is incredibly good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it is.
1: <laughs> you did that last night as a show
3: ended. Hey, I'm here, and
1: I was like, oh, he came in the studio. I realized, no, that was that was Tim.
3: You know what? He's asked me to stop doing this though. When like a uh, like a 40 year old woman calls up, uh, I'll say, uh, uh, excuse me, oh, ma'am. Uh, do you have like a daughter, like I don't know, maybe like twenty or so? And like oh, Mark, gee. Mark, that's a that Mark, that's a caller to the station, a potential you know advertiser. I mean, please, God Almighty. Oh, <laughs> that's... Or, or the one that really got me in trouble with him. Uh, yeah, keep this, going. This girl said, this woman says she has a, a a senior in high school is going to Boston College, and and Mark said, uh, how old is she? I'm like, Mark, she's a senior in high school. I mean, God <laughs> Almighty! What's wrong with you? I heard you do that. I swear, I was He drive. doesn't like that. I was driving off the highway. <laughs> That's the funniest thing like I that. ever yes. heard. Ding dong, ding dong. Conway's has got the news. Just Conway. Yeah, come on.
0: KFI, KOSD, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. <laughs>